Today is November 7th. The Yankees have hired a pitching coach. CeCe Sabathia is recruiting Cole, and Stanton says, give me all the stars. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talkin' Yanks. My name is John Boy, and I'm coming to you from New York City, and I've got my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver which is weird thinking he can talk about the Yankees being so far away when I'm right in the heart of the city. I can look out my window and see Yankee Stadium if I had a really cool like Periscope style uh, telescope that went really high in the sky. If I flew a drone up and had the goggles on, I could see Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I could do the exact same if I had a drone and like the Hubble telescope. So what are we really doing here? Yeah, I don't need the Hubble telescope. Okay, well, so that okay. makes me a more you got me beat. You got yeah, me beat. I'm more of an authority on the Yankees. City gym. Yeah. Well, I'm aggressive now. Hey, where do you where do you usually get your Indian food in the city? We're trying every spot, dude. I'm I'm city people. I had a moment when I was at Home Depot, just realizing how much of a little bitch I am, or maybe a nice yeah. person, because like the blinds guy, I needed help with the blinds. So I'm searching out an employee and I finally see one. I'm like, hey, excuse me, sir. Can you help me cut some blinds? And then he says, yeah. And I'm like, thanks, man. And then as we're doing that, some guy just walks down the aisle and he goes, yo, where's the grout at? And I was like, damn, that's such a better way to like go about it. He was like kind of cool and just quick and to the point. And they were like, aisle 16. They didn't care. I was like, oh, excuse me, sir. Can you help me cut the blinds? Like, where's the grout at? I was like, fuck, I suck. Yeah, it's kind of the misconception about city people being rude. It's like, no, I'm what I'm doing is to help you too. Yeah, let's get like, to the let, point here. Let's not do the song and dance. Show me where the grout is, bro. Yeah, don't beat around the bush. You don't even have to say a word. Just point, man. Yeah. yeah. Remember when you used to beat off by that bush in college? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Whoa. I am in my new apartment. Uh, in this office, and I think this may sound very echoey because it's incredibly echoey on my end. Maybe I got to lay down an area rug while we do this, but I still don't have internet, so Jake and I are FaceTiming. There's no live video. Sorry to all the Patreons. I'm not even going to read patrons because I don't have any internet. I can't even do any research while we do this show. It's just you're getting unfiltered takes, no, no knowledge. I can't look stuff up. How are you doing, Jake? It's been a little bit. I'm doing bad. I'm doing bad. Oh, oh no. Um, is it that you mentioned bu- that bush the, thing? Yeah, the bush thing, yeah. Um, you and I, our, our genuine pre-show discussion was like how bad of a month is November. Yeah, it's top three bad, in my opinion. Um, October's both of our number one months. And, so that, a, and that might be what's hurting November the most. Yeah, there's a hangover. There's a hangover yeah. effect. But, Jim, especially what we got into this year, like a, a big part of our livelihoods and our lives... Um, I'll tell you what, and you might not like this at first, but I was pretty jealous you were moving 
Because I've just been like, I, I don't want to say depressed in a joking way because there's a lot of people that deal with that, um, but depressed. Yeah. And just like, and every now and then you run into something and you're like, oh, I, I wonder what my last two weeks would have been like if the Yankees won. Like oh. I would have been at the parade. I thought it I was, would... you missed me. I thought you were saying you missed me. No, no, I wouldn't say that too, too much. Um, I was excited for you, and I kind of like assembling IKEA furniture. I do, I do um, too, because I put on a podcast. I go very slow with it, and like it's 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 a classic clay. It's a classic case. It's a classic case of no expectations. You have to go into an IKEA build just being like. This could be the worst three hours I've ever had. So, yeah, you're right. You put on a podcast, you grab a beer, and you're like, all right, let's have some. It, it can't get worse. And then by the end of it, you're like, you fight. Once the mechanism clicks, you're like, okay, I know yeah. where that goes. I know where that goes. Let's mess up. I just made a fucking desk. Yeah, I, we're done. I think Katie just finished the last piece of what we bought. We have a U-Haul trip on Saturday. But today... I was putting in the blinds, which requires both arms being above my head, like doing work up there. And I don't think I've been in that position for three years. And then Katie, after that, I was basically crippled person. My back felt like a jigsaw puzzle put together by a blind person. And then Katie asked me if I could change the light bulb, which required standing on the stool, holding both arms up, holding the light bulb twisting. And I almost crumbled. Like it was embarrassing. I think it's the lowest Katie's ever seen me. I was like almost crying. Like, <laughs> so it's tough. The, the, Father time undefeated. Then Katie was like, well, why don't you go rest? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you can get away from me? I had to, I took a nap. I woke up at seven 30 cause I had to move the car. Do you think you're going to be up late? Cause you took a nap or, or no? Yeah. Cause I had two cups of coffee to do the show. What'd you have for dinner tonight? What are you going to have? I don't know. Katie's ordering it now. We, we, she cut up a bunch of veggies to make a dinner, and then our gas isn't on yet. Yeah, that's that's tough. Just eat the cold veggies. <laughs> yeah, zucchini and squash raw. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. So anyway, the Yankees, we were kind of like, what's this episode about? What are the updates? We don't have that many right. voicemails. We got to start telling people to call in more. Um, we gotta st- we're not like in shape to line up interviews yet, but... Just because my situation, basically. But then they sign a pitching coach. Matt Blyke is officially the Yankees pitching coach. Matty B. He's like 30 to 35 years old. I can't believe we got him, man. Unbelievable. I mean, everyone was saying, like, if we don't pick up Matt Blake, I'll forfeit. If we don't get Matt Blake, we riot. Yeah, I know. And I'm just happy that people finally got who they wanted. And, you know... Sorry to CeCe. Sorry to Andy Pettit. But you didn't quit your regular job and then go become a high school pitching coach from 2009 to 2015 while building a player development program all on your own and then be a scout for the Yankees while being head coordinator for all of the Cleveland Indians pitching department. They didn't do that. So that's the only reason they didn't get the job and Matt Black did. And that's why I'm kind of mad because it's like Goose Gossage is right there telling the pitcher to throw harder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it worked for Charlie Morton. Get the guy out. Yeah. Instead of just pitching one inning, why don't you pitch three? You bitch. (laughs) 
It's like, Goose, <laughs> be- we didn't even ask you to come in for an interview. Please leave. <laughs> you, uh, you're kind of not welcome right now. <laughs> <laughs> Goose, get the fuck out of here. And we're talking about the real Goose Gossage, not Chad Green. Not Chad Green. So I don't have internet anymore, but I did use my Wi-Fi hotspot to do some research on Map Lake. And everything I just said was true. He quit his job to go build a, a pitching development program. I think he pitched in college, but I don't think it was anything worth bragging about. And he coached high school for six years. He was a, like a, in Massachusetts. He was a pitching coach in high school, like all through his 20s. So when they say he quit his real world job, we're talking about like a 21 yeah. year old. That doesn't fucking count. No, that doesn't count. I'm taking that part out of the story. I was 28, quit my job to do this. That counts. It wasn't counts. a great job, but it still counts. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you, I was, you can't go I, around and be like Matt Blake quit his quit his real time job. He was 21 years old, dude. No one has a real time job. I was job. 28, and my company told me, "Hey, you, ha- we're making you quit." Yeah, yeah. So same boat. Yeah. I'd rather not quit. No, Jake, you have quit. No, here's the deal. You can't come here anymore. They gave me the Goose Gossage pitching coach. Yeah, you're (laughs) not welcome. Yeah. Um, So we got that. Um, What else do we need on Matt Blake? The most interesting thing I read, and it's so funny, dude, because like everyone that covers the Yankees on Twitter we all Googled the same thing and read the same article and then regurgitated the same three facts that our article had. I saw like, I won't name names, but I saw so many of us do it. And it's like, who the fuck are we kidding ourselves? Like, <laughs> Just fucking Googling. But a lot of people that listen to this probably didn't Google. So we'll tell you all that's true. The most interesting thing was the Indians offered him the pitching coach in the MLB like outright. And he, he said, no. He said, "That's there's not enough responsibility there. I don't want to do that. Like I want, and then I want to like oversee a program. I want to do analytics. I want to do uh, player regimen. I want to do the draft stuff and the minor leagues and like everything." So then they came back and they said, "Okay, do you want to be head? Like, well, I don't know what the title was, but it was like head of development for pitch pitching development or whatever the hell it was for the Indians." And uh, so like he said, no. To the job that has more prestige by name, I think, because he was like, I'm just going to be a guinea pig to like kind of talk to players. Like, I want to run my own thing, which is what we said a couple episodes ago with these college guys. They want to run the ship. They want to like get the mindset, get the information and how they're applying it. They want to be the head of that. And that's what the Indians offered them. And I think even though he is pitching coach for the Yankees, he will very much be doing all of that shit because why would he why would he accept this pitching coach job if it didn't come with that when you know what I'm saying? Like it has to entail all of that. And I liked another thing I liked that I read was it said that he implements different philosophies for different pitchers and he's really into their health, their like eating and diet and exercise. So, yeah. Cool. And and I think a part of that, I, I mean, we don't know the full responsibilities, but you're right. I mean, he's at least going to have a hand in that mm-hmm. or him in a, who's, who's our driveline guy that he's going to be working with? Uh, I think it was like, but Matley. 
You think it was Butt Matley? No, no, Matt Butley. Sorry. Matt Butley, huh? Yeah. Well, it's just because uh, I don't have Brandt. internet. Sam Brandt? Sam, Sam Brandt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those, those guys are clearly on a same, same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, to and and they'll be working together and yeah I I don't know you're <laughs> if you have a big takeaway like get out of my face <laughs> right um, someone was like someone I, on Twitter said I don't like this and I think they wanted Cone so they don't like that it's not Cone and that's allowable whatever but we don't know yeah like we love David Cone but we don't know like he clearly we said this on the show as well Cone isn't what they're looking for they're looking for a dude who has like been doing this implementing it with success at a whole program. So, but someone was like, I don't like this. Like, how could you possibly have an opinion on Matt Black? We don't know who he is. And then someone asked me, well, why do you think he's going to be successful? I have, I have no idea what he's going to be. I don't know if he's going to be good or bad. Like we don't know. I just heard his name for the first time. And you want to honestly know what probably happens. He probably makes a couple guys better. Couple guys have bad seasons, and you yell at them for the guys having bad seasons. Be but, so funny if we sign Garrett Cole and Matt Blake ruins them. <laughs> Whoa, hey, don't don't joke about stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I for me the biggest takeaway is they they're clearly going analytics drive line. I I think this guy also worked at the Presley thing or something else. Lindsey Adler tweeted about it, but it's the new era of where pitching is going in baseball. Uh, these science geeks that can get more out of your arm. And the the thing that I think you do hang your hat on is that uh, the word is that he can also com- like talk English. Like he's not going to be RPMs and camera angles and that stuff. He's not, a, he's not necessarily just a mad scientist that you're going to look at his interviews and be like, okay. No, he doesn't. Um, do you see his picture? He looks like the prototypical Southern guy who you love to bring home to your parents. And then after like three months, he's out hunting with your brother, dipping and shooting shit and getting drunk in like a totally different outfit. Serious question. How many Southern guys have you brought home to your parents? Well, okay. There was Butt Matley. And then, Butt Matley. And then, Matt Butley. Yeah, that's two. One, two in there. And then Xavier. So that's three. Okay. Uh hope you're doing well, Xavier. Um Xavier he- passed. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Pete. Hope you're doing well up there. Up there. Uh, technically down there. He's in the dirt. Anyways, I, I don't know. Sorry, Xavier. I, I think my take my takeaway line, remember the bush thing you started this episode with? My takeaway line that I'll be saying is that hey, he's He's clearly, he's part of this new evolution. He is coming from an organization that if you had to rank, you know, kind of how they've groomed pitchers over the past three, five years, Cleveland's probably in the top three or five. Uh, It's Houston number one by a landslide, and then it's Cleveland, Tampa, um, I guess you could say the Dodgers, but those are kind of established guys, but they're... I'll I'll say top five to be safe, and I mean the thing that's kind of been Cleveland's heel, Achilles' heel, is that I mean their bullpens kind of sucked for the past few years, and the Yankees the Yankees can go out and pay those guys. Cleveland can't. Yeah, I mean who did he who does he have on his on his resume in Cleveland? Bieber, Plutko. Dude, think Plusko. of all the young guys we actually talked about on Talking Baseball this year. Savali, 
they had this. They had like a whole young pitching staff come up because everyone when got Kluber hurt. And Carrasco went out. Yeah, Savali, Plutko, Plusko, Bieber, Clevenger. Maybe he worked with Clevenger. Uh, yeah one one of the guys has the. I can't last imagine of... a pitching coach worked with Clevenger because the first thing they'd say is stop everything you're doing. You're hurting. Yeah, my hold eyes. up. Hold How up. About Bauer. No, there's no way he worked with Bauer. He's too young. He took the job um, like two years ago. Bauer had a already... yeah, but Bauer's a fucking pitching geek. Yeah, but Bauer works with Brent Strom in his so, offseason. I mean, I'm I'm sure they speak the same lingity. Um, there's one more guy. He's got the Plesac. Um, he had a really good. I year. said him. I said Plutko and Plesac. But you I said was Plutko, I and said, then you said Plesco. you said a very silly yeah, word I that said, was in between. Well, I said Plesco, but everyone knew I meant Plesac. Okay, okay. Because it sounded like you said Plutko and Plusko, and you didn't know if you said Plutko right. Um, no, Plusko was Plesac, and that's... A, a but are you given. guys impressed that we knew those names yet, or what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the big takeaway. He's coming from an organization that's had strong pitching. He's clearly one of the geeks, and yeah, I mean, hope hopefully he can lock in on a couple guys and, and unlock them. I think that the best news would currently be because, um, I mean, this news doesn't mean much for Tanaka, Paxton. Um, I, I think if, if you're someone like Johnny Lasagna or even Michael King or one of the younger arms in our organization that's kind of borderline, you're hoping this guy finds something in you that makes you like a star major leaguer. Dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out like uh, Happ and Paxton benefiting from this guy because, I mean, look at like what Brent Strom did with Charlie Morton. That dude was pretty well into his career. Uh, you know, so I'm not going to I'm not banking on them on him turning happen to like, you know, a superstar or or that. But I still think he can get his hands on Savvy, get his hands on Paxton and implement some things. But, yeah, the real thing is, can he can he take an arm like Johnny Lasagna if he's still around and hone that in like we we just named three or four pitchers on the Cleveland Indian that if you're a casual baseball fan, you shouldn't know. Especially Plusco. And yeah, because it was code it was code for Plesak. Code for Plesak. But um yeah, I mean those guys aren't necessarily household names. A, a couple of them have pretty decent arm talent. But uh yeah, if you're if you're Johnny Lasagna, Michael King, um um Davy Garcia, your guy. Um you know, you're you're excited and you're hoping this guy can find something else. And yeah, you know what else would make him a pretty good pitching coach? Strasburg or Cole? Oh, wow. What a transition, Jake. But first, let's go to some ads. Tired of crowded grocery stores? Thrive Market is here for you. Offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine. Thrive Market brings you food as it should be. Real ingredients, environmentally friendly and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. Strasburg or Cole, did you hear the latest, Jake, that, that, that Giancarlo Stanton, Giancarlo Michael Cruz Stanton said, let's get them both. Did you hear that? I mean, Giancarlo for GM. Did did you watch the video of it? I don't think anyone watched the video. I did. Because someone, you did watch it? 
I did, yeah. Yeah, because some, some fucking publication turned it into like, Stan thinks the Yankees should spend money. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Shut up. The TMZ he got, he the got T- blindsided by a TMZ the reporter. The TMZ guy and, and said he, he wants the Yankees to win. The TMZ guy was uh, he was really nice to the TMZ guy. Stan was like just answering all the questions and he goes, "So Strasburg or Cole, which one do you want?" And Stan goes, "Both. Take both. That'd be cool." <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "Stan says the Yankees Whoa. should spend." No, the headline was like, "Stan says the Yankees need to get." There's more room for superstars. <laughs> and it's like, does that mean Stanton wants to cut Tanaka back the- in five? <laughs> oh damn! I wonder how Hap feels and Gumby. It's like, oh, I'm sure. Shut up. It was nothing, but it's fun. I like Stanton's pretty good with the media. He was just kind of being cool. Over under, yeah, point five. Uh, over. Animals that Jordan Montgomery and Matt Blake kill together. Does fishing count? They have to kill the fish. Matt Blake is a catch and release guy. Unless okay. he's got a couple beers in him, then he's stomping the fish with his foot. Oh, I thought you were going to go Ozzy Osbourne head bite. Not anymore. Like he's like it's him and Jordan Montgomery. They're fishing. They're having a nice day. And then he gets to the point he really wants to make with Monty. He's like, you know, you've got that high release. That's special. And then he bites the head off the fish and he says, we're about to rip the head off this league. Dude, I mean, Monty goes, Monty goes. Speaking of gross things, living in New York City now. Yeah. Last night sleeping i look over at katie and a rat just crawled right out of her mouth (laughs) got you good that is unbelievable i got you so good yeah no you did oh you just pulled a fucking k and curry on me you laughed away from your microphone i'm talent now jim (laughs) i know the ropes that was a sneeze. Uh, all right. Uh, Cole or Strasburg. Yeah, get them both. I agree. Sure. That also leads to the non-headline headline that C.C. Matthews said he's talked with Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole walked back the I want to be in the West Coast stuff, and C.C. basically said, who cares what he thinks he wants? Yeah. I thought I wanted to be on the West Coast, too. Guess what? Yankees gave me a fuck ton of money. And now I love it in New York. And he's like, and if whoever gives Garrett Cole the most money, he will pitch for them. Yeah, and I, I think the the bigger thing with that 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 you've been on for a while is that it goes it goes even deeper. Like he he will demand the most money mm-hmm. and that has a trickle down effect for the rest of the pitchers. Yeah. Uh that like I mean, if if we're getting in the difference between two hundred seventy-five and two hundred eighty million, he'll get the choice to pick between L.A. or New York. Yeah, but like with Corbin, it was no one else was even offering close. The Nationals probably were like, "Oh shit, we could have done like way less." <laughs> yeah, um, but no, it, it's going to be pretty much whoever offers the most money. Um, and there's a huge thing that people forget about um, when they talk about West Coast and stuff like that. Time zone, airplanes. Um, if you want to get anywhere in the world, you could be there in like eight hours. 
um, and you can live on the West Coast all off season. Yeah. Um, and you're traveling for half the baseball season anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Garrett, Garrett Cole will go to whoever pays him. We'll see if Hal decides to open up the checkbook. Maybe it's a once every 10 years thing. That's how they got – it'll be CC that decade. It'll be Cole this one. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. Pay one of them, please. I I, uh, I loved what CC said on R2C2 about how Strasburg – won a world series and he was the dude for them. Yeah. That he probably doesn't want to go somewhere what that he has to be the number one guy. Like Strasburg might want to go somewhere where he's got a two and a three that are pretty much on the same level as him, which is like the nationals again. But, uh, CC said like after, in 2009, like he didn't want to go carry that load again. Like in the World Series, he wanted to be the ALCS MVP. He wanted to get right. the ball, like what he was doing with Milwaukee. But once he got his first World Series, he was still hungry for a World Series, all the same. But he didn't give a fuck his role in getting there. Like he wanted to be part of the team, but he he didn't need to be like I'm gonna carry this team to the World Series. And he's like, maybe Strasburg doesn't want to go to San Diego because he just puts all the weight onto his shoulders immediately. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, that starts getting into personalities, too. I mean, think of CC Sabathia's personality, um, like an ultra competitor, um, you know, just a, every sports guy. If you hear him talk on R2C2 or just his interviews, uh, Steven Strasburg, the guy this year who it sounds like he unlocks something by loosening up and like caring less. Um, and having yeah. having his teammates hug him and make him dance. So it, you you never really know. Again, it's probably just going to be most money <laughs> part yeah. two. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how much I agree with it applying to Strasburg, but I think it's just an interesting tidbit or thought yeah, process that no. I never really thought of. And uh, yeah, I I mean we'll find out. I'd I would love to find out. Um, and yeah, I I don't know, man. I I know. I, I feel like I announced to Yankees Twitter and on the podcast that I've I've got the fever a little bit. Like, there's two of these big fish out here. We're changing the whole pitching organization, blah, blah, blah. And I guess the other thing that made me snap into it again was Patrick Corbin, like you mentioned, the Nationals gave him, <laughs> coming into free agency, that like before the season, Patrick Corbin was expected to get like $80 million. <laughs> um, At the end of the season, it was expected to get like $100 million. And then he ended up getting a buck forty, and I think this free agency. I think, and maybe I'll get some analytics geeks coming at me, but I also think Wheeler pans out pretty well analytically. I mean, Zach Wheeler kind of is a Patrick Corbin, like to a degree, like talented, um, not fully proven, but a lot of talent. And then just picturing that there's two guys above him in this free agent class when it's our need. I've got the fever bad, man, and it's uh, I. <laughs> It's, I can't have any more heartbreak. Whoa! Oh my! You are depressed already. Yeah. You missed me so much. Well, I was yeah. Well, crippled, setting up IKEA furniture. You thought that was just a normal rat that came out of Katie's mouth. You know, I got a desk that cranks. I can stand at it. Really? Yeah. I feel like you're not going to l- use it a lot. Just being honest with you. Uh, I don't know. I I sit down like for 15 hours straight and sometimes I go on my knees because I get really tired of sitting down. Right, but I feel like you get lost in it. But maybe me saying this will challenge you to stand up more, so you're welcome. No, I mean, I've said this on this pod before. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. We have two voicemails. 
Leave voicemails in the future, guys. 908-845-5792. Are we thinking Thursday is going to be like voicemail day still? Friday release date. Thursday record. Yes. Leave Thursday voicemails record. on so Wednesday. So get your voicemails Wednesday in. night, you call in Talking Yanks. Cool. That works out. We, we have two here, and uh, I'll play them. What's up, boys? This is Tim from Chicago. Um, so here's just what I have thinking right now. Um, so I think let Didi walk, um, unless you can get him for that one year, 17 mil, whatever that qualifying offer is. But you slide Glaber over. You have Anduar and Geo. That third, obviously, is mostly Geo. You put the Gold Glover back at second, or Platinum Glove, might I say, and then you go out and you go get Jose Abreu. That's the only field that you need to get. Jose Abreu, make the first baseman good again. Then you shot Ford, or not Ford, or, yeah, Ford or Voigt, one of those two. Let Chapman walk, too, because the domestic violence stuff is so stupid, and I have a, I don't like that. And, I mean, that was, the rest has already happened. We, they already offered the qualifying, or they already didn't offer the qualifying offer. They already re-signed Chapman. So Tim from Chicago is, has two wrong already, but he says go get Jose Abreu. I think he's going to go 0 for 3. But I, the other, I want your thoughts on that. The other thing is the, um, the River Ave Blues Riders who started the new site, 304 views from 314 feet or whatever. They did a comprehensive Austin Eden plan, and one of the pickups they had was Eric Thames, Thames from the Brewers to be a first baseman lefty power hitter. And what do you think about that? I know I think shopping... Stuttering idiot. I think shopping Ford is something they have to look into, like just see. It's, it feels very much like a... Um, a uh, John Ryan Murphy, Shane Green thing, super high value. Like, go see if someone will bite. Voight, I doubt it. I doubt they shop Voight. Bird, maybe he's an add-on, but I doubt he's got value at all right now. So what do you think about, do you, do you want to roll with what we got at first, or are you thinking, hey, maybe there's some depth at the first base position on free agency. Go get one of these guys. I'm kind of fine with what we've got, uh, and I, I think the other part of it is, and it's why I'm a huge NFL draft guy, it's value. So if you hear me go into a Mel Kuyper rant about value, that's that's what's going on. But, I mean, do we know Eric Thames would be better than Mike Ford next year? Like, not necessarily. Like, there, it's he's probably more likely to be reliable. He'd be the safer bet, but Mike Ford could also be better. <laughs> like, yes, it could have just been luck, but okay, Luke Voigt was still pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. He should have been an AL All-Star at first base. He was clearly hurt to end the year. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he, he literally got surgery, so yeah. he was hurt. Um, and then, I mean, if you want to throw a Greg Bird sleeper pick in there, um, I mean, it, it feels like we have options at first base. They're cheap. Um, someone should be able to step up and be good. If not, I mean, rely on Voight. Uh, like, Voight's been very good. Voight's been nothing but good. Besides um, the injury stuff, which I think some people hold against him, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best not to. I shouldn't. I, I, Voight's my first baseman next year. Yeah, and he, he, he should be. He got hurt. Um, and if not, I mean, Ford's pretty solid, and he's, you know, cheap. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm still more of the book. Like, sure, I'm I, I'm 
I I remember reading an article mid-season that said Marcus Tims Thames, excuse me, not the hitting coach, um, Eric Thames. Uh, he would be a good fit because he's a big time pull hitter in the short porch, and I mean it's quick Yankees math, like A plus B equals C. So if someone like him was signed, I wouldn't be like. You know, you don't get mad or too disappointed about it. It would think Mike Ford would be being traded or already traded to have something like that happen. Um, but no, I mean, I I'm still and and this is where I'm I'm gonna spin it back into value again. Uh, we know if we need DJ LeMahieu in a pinch to play first base. Um, you know, what are they honest? What are the honest conversations in Yankee in the Yankees front office about Miguel Andujar? Because I think after seeing Gio Urshela for a year, it's not third base anymore. Um, so if it's any position, it's probably first base for him too. Um, so I am I would counter that by saying that, I, I don't know, I'd still maybe expect someone on the left side of the infield somewhere. I don't know if it's a shortstop third base. I, and where I come back to value, and maybe I'm just blind and dumb, and I, I can confirm I'm half of that, is that, We'll see what happens with Didi Gregorius and free agency, but everything's analytics in an equation nowadays. And when you look at Didi's home runs and where they go, all of them to right field, and the Yankees have the shortest right field, um, you know, there might be an equation where Didi only gets so much in free agency. Like, I still think there's a world where he could return because if his value drops to, I don't know, $12 million a year, something like that, I think the equation would still say he makes the most sense on the Yankees. So I don't know. Maybe that's just being blind and dumb. Blind and dumb. The Jake Storielli story. I thought you had some good thoughts in there. A couple. Not not great. Yeah. Interesting to see what Didi's offseason looks like. Well, let's let's do this a little bit. People, so we've uh, got... Teams can't offer him more than 17.8, right? Well, for one year, maybe. Like, if, if Didi's really not getting that, he'll get, like, the Moustakis Grandal treatment a little bit. Give him the qualifying offer? Yeah, essentially. Um, but uh, let's let's have a conversation about this, Jim. It's why we do the show. Okay. Man. I'm ready. I mean, do we think that the backup... Because we did this last episode. Do we not think they're going to bring in another like left side of the field infielder. Do we think they're that comfortable with Tyler Wade? Tarlo Tulowitzki comes back. You think Tulo's coming back? I like that. Um, no, nah, you can't go in with your second shortstop on the roster being Tyler Wade. You can't, but, but there's a lot of little guys that could like, they can bring back at your Right. But I, I, I mean, they can invite him for- to camp. They can invite guys to camp. Right, but for me, that's that's tough to wrap my head around. Cause think about what you just said. Like we're we're Glaber getting nicked up or hit by a pitch away from Tyler Wade or a Danny Echeverria being our shortstop for a while. And I I don't know. Just thinking back to 2017, um, the Shane Robinson show, and and when we actually compared the depths the depth of each team obviously once replaced for 28 shout out Keith started fully taking off this year I mean things got out of hand look what our Gio Urshela did but I I don't know man they are a depth they are a depth star but I will counter with this Gio Urshela we didn't fucking mention him he was in the depth last offseason 
And we didn't mention him at all. So they could very well go get a depth piece at, for to back up Glaber at short that you you and I aren't really going to talk about or no one's really going to talk about. And then here he comes because nobody thought Gio was going to do this. I remember watching him in spring training and being like, that's cool. Maybe a team picks him up after spring training. He's having a good spring. Oh, wait, he's a stud for us. So, you know, it is, it, if they go get a shortstop, it's most likely a guy that they they think could go maybe do it, if it's not Didi. Jim, it's one of my favorite things on the show. It's called Bearing the Lead. Tyro Estrada. Done. Next. Bam. Okay, next call. Hey, guys. This is Wes from Virginia. I just wanted to bring up two things about the offseason. I kind of feel like I just have a gut feeling that Jay Hatt's going to get traded. What do you guys think? Also, I think the Yankees should go after somebody, another outfielder. I really like Nicholas Castellanos. Got the hitting machine. Let me know what you think. Uh, outfield's pretty crowded. You got Judge in right, Gardy slash Talkman in center, and Stanton in left. And that's your plan to start the season. That's four guys. You got Clint Frazier. Uh, in the wings, and is there anyone else that I'm missing? Did you say Talkman? Yeah, you say Talkman Gardy? and Guardy. Yeah. So I mean, there's not really room for Castellanos. And I said Guardy already; he's not signed, but there's a lot of rumors that they're working on it right now. So, and I expect him to be back. So I don't, I don't think Castellanos. He might go get money. And then uh, Jay Hap trade. You're not going to trade pitching depth. No, unless no, they do I mean, sign like Strasburg and Cole. Yeah, and then <laughs> it turns into something. I, I'd expect Jay have to be back. Um, I I know I'm probably going to be annoying with it, and we'll see a couple Twitter people catch on. Jay Hap did end up having a pretty good last month. Um, the juice balls is a thing. Hey, maybe maybe this pitching nerd finds something in Happer, but. Um, yeah, it would take something pretty drastic for Hap to get off the roster. Yeah. Cool. All right, Jake, let's take another quick break, and then we actually are going to answer a ton of Twitter questions. Cool. All right. I actually don't have any access to the questions, Jake, because I don't have internet on any of my computers, and I'm using my phone to FaceTime with you. So you have to click that hashtag, Talking Yanks Pod, and okay. read the questions. Okay. Question one. Did you actually see a rat come out of Katie's mouth? No. What? I didn't. Not yet. Okay. So, confirmed liar. Cool. Um, Who asked that question? Uh, that was Rat Boy123. Um, Damn. Thanks for reaching out, Rat Boy. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, ooh. Can a high-stakes bet be made this offseason regarding free agent signings? Maybe a punishment where Jake might have to dodge apples. I mean, Jake's dodging apples as soon as we hang out with a major league pitcher. <clears throat> but uh, I'm, I, I would bet they don't get either. What, what if I throw Wheeler in the mix? You still think all oh, yeah. three on pitchers? Uh, no, no, no. I think they'll get one of those three guys. Okay, so you're 0 for 2 on the top two, but you're definitely in on the top three. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to hedge my bet. If you give me three, I'm up in it. 
I walk in here, there's <laughs> cartoons on, your mom's here, and it's like, you still got it, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we could figure out a bet. We like bets. I don't know what the, what the bet would actually my, be. It, my but, inner uh, monologue has me thinking Cole's a possibility, but I won't allow it to happen. I don't think Strasburg's coming to New York. For me, there's just money coming off the books. Like, they didn't re-sign Didi. Like, if you start just putting that money towards a good starting pitcher, you're there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's that's part of what I'm brainwashing myself with. But we could probably do that every year. Uh, let's see. We got a lot of Matt Blake stuff. Uh, what would Matt Blake's uh, Sterling call be? That was Hoodie Glaber, your guy. Hoodie Glaber, what up? Uh... Matt Blake hits one into the lake. Oh, it's great to be Blake. That's pretty good. Blake really baked that one. He's not a fake. He's Matt Blake. Oh, there was nothing fake about that one. Yeah, fake lake. Oh, Sterling would have a field day with this dude. It's pretty good. Okay. Um... Is that an earthquake? Nah, it's just Matt Blake. Terremoto. God, we got some Greg Bird, Mike Ford stuff. Just we read them. Did that. There's a lot, man. Fire them off. Rapid fire. What, if any, role does my hero Mike Ford have next year? A, if Greg Bird is healthy, and B, if Bird is hurt. Well, Jake had him matching Eric Thames' Thames' uh, productivity. Uh, I think he is a trade candidate, most likely for me, but uh, they like the depth, so then I'd think he'd be in AAA until an injury happened. I don't think he breaks camp with the team at all. I think that's not a possibility. Okay. Barring injuries. Jim, we've got a couple one that I'm going to label Lindor questions. Do what, what are your thoughts on Lindor? Get out of my face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they would ask for a king's ransom. They're not going to ask. I don't even know for, if we I have mean, a king's ransom. I mean, I'm not doing it. I'm just straight up. Don't. I mean, unless there's like heavy rumors from people who actually report real things, I'm not doing it. You, you fuckers made us talk about Kluber for like three weeks last year, and I sat here on the podcast every day and said, "Why are we talking about this? They're not going to trade him. They're not even going to offer him. They're not even going to ask people what they would like for him." Like, just shut up. What role do you predict Jordan Montgomery is going to have next year? That's such a fun question. And, um, dude, I can see the Yankees, like, the Yankees of these last four years, the, they would say, we like what we got. No Cole, no Strasburg. It's Severino, Paxton, Tanaka as our one, two, three. We love those guys. It's Montgomery and Hap in the back end. It's like, can't you see them saying that? Yeah. Very easily. When is a Boone extension coming? Oh, I was thinking about that because the, 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 the pitching coaches have been meeting with Boone. So, like, he's definitely the manager next year, but right now he's a free agent. But I don't know. What do you think the extension is? Do you think he gets four years? Like, Girardi just got four years, right? Do you think they just go another two and just keep going? Yeah, I'll split the gap and say three. Why not? 
Um, Jakey answer. Classic Jakey splits. Uh, yeah, but he probably gets one this offseason, right? He has to. He had a two-year contract. Well, he's not a free agent. He's still the manager of the Yankees. Well, he had a two-year deal, and he managed for two years. They need to extend him. Now I have to Google this, Jimmy. God, gosh, gosh darn it. Did he have a four-year deal? I'm pretty sure he had a two-year deal, unless he already signed the extension. Well, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. Um, Let's see. He signed a two-year contract with the Cleveland Indians in 2004. Congrats. Um, yeah, good luck on that, Booney. Uh, it was three years. Okay. Um, Boone's contract to manage the Yankees is three years with option at $4 million. So does that mean the fourth year is an option or the third year was an option? I thought the third year was the option, but I, I don't know. Not- so, yeah, um, either way, it feels like they're going to figure out something because Boone's been good. They like him. They like Boone. We like Boone. Injuries were the best thing to happen to him. Um, let's see. What a There's a plethora of questions that are obviously about free agency. Yeah. Um, Cole Strasburg Wheeler, you covered that perfectly. Yep. Um, I don't think I don't think we need to touch upon that anymore. Thank you. I guess what um uh, I'll group them all together and what are the Yankees' needs? Like we kind of just did that left side of the infield thing. Like what what should we really be expecting this free agency? Maybe a backup catcher, maybe a backup utility infielder. Uh yeah, or like depth moves, like trading guys with high value for guys with high possibilities high potential low value like straight up like the shane green dd trade the john ryan murphy hicks trade the jason shreve voight trade the whatever deal talkman trade like they this is what they're going to try and do for hitters i don't see them bringing in any big free agents bats at all because they have enough if they get healthy but i do see them hey maybe people are interested in mike ford Maybe people are interested in Luis Sessa after he put together a good year. Maybe people are interested in lasagna. Maybe Jordan Montgomery has a big return if they're signing a pitcher. There's a lot of guys out there that they can try and flip right now that have high value. And then, Do you think even like an impact reliever? Like, does Dellen count? Uh, I hope they – I would bring back Dellen. He's going to be hurt for the half of the year. And Chapman stays um, – Maybe like a better fucking like long man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I with, it's kind of tough with how gassed the bullpen was and everyone's talking about it and saying, you know, they were like Ottavino got worn down by the end of the season. Maybe yeah. they do bring in another reliever. Maybe that's what the trade is for Jake. Maybe they use one of these guys of high value for uh, a arm that they, they can, he- they think can develop into high leverage spots that just during the regular season lessens the innings that are going to go towards Ottavino, Canely, Chad. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Flip flip Sessa and Ford or flip Sessa and Clint for a, for a pretty good reliever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it is kind of interesting. Everyone gets all excited about free agency. It's kind of like 
I'm trying to think, like, could there be a LeMahieu move, and would that only move be, like, like a 10 to $12 million guy? The only answer would be Didi for, like, a year, right? Yeah. They need another pitcher. Right. So, like, even if it's not Strasburg-Cole, I think you look towards the lesser, the Wheelers, um, Bumgarner. Who's the other guy on that list? Ryu. Uh, Ryu, Odorizzi. Because if they're not getting Strasburg and Cole, they they only have five starters, and you have to go into a season with more than five starters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the biggest contract they're going to they're going to get a starting pitcher. We just don't we don't know if it's Oda Rizzi to Cole, and there's like six pitchers in between, which um, does make me a little nervous that the Yankees are going to look at it from more of a financial aspect and not slam the table and go, get me Garrett Cole. Some, someone DM'd me an anonymous DM that holds no weight at all. Perfect. That He said, look for the Yankees to get Gibson. They tried to trade for him two years in a row, and they love his makeup. Perfect. And that would be such a Yankees move to just get another four starter just for depth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get I'm fine with getting Gibson as long as you get me one of the other guys. Um Eric at 74 EEH. He wants your honest opinion on Yasil Puig. Uh he's fantastic. Wait, the baseball player or the person? Yes. Baseball player is a, a good, not great role player on a team. Like, I don't think he's a star talent-wise. If you stripped him of his person, uh, Yasiel Puig, the dude, is great for the sport. Anyone that, anyone that half the people fucking hate and half the people love, it's good for the sport. You need characters, and Yasiel Puig brings entertainment Every time he's on the field. And I like that. Even if I hate the guy. Like, even, like, right. if I'm like, dude, that sucks, you're such a douche, I'm still happy that you're doing that instead of just being like, blah. If I wrote articles, which I don't, I would, besides the Hot Boy Summer one that's still going viral, it would be, there's a group of guys that are kind of known, if you know Major League Baseball, that they would be, like, very meh cleanup hitters, but if you had them as your like six seven hitter, you'd be like, all right. And it's like Yasiel Puig, Mike Mustakis. Like if you guys have those, if you have those dudes in the second half of your lineup, you're like, damn. But if those guys creep up to the top half, you're like, eee. well, Puig was hitting cleanup for the Indians there down the stretch, doing pretty well. Yeah, and he was. It, he's a threat. He's a guy that's a threat at all times, which we like those guys. Um, Didi, Matt. Blake, what things is Matt Blake going to change? Yeah. The pitching the good, philosophies. Good stuff. Yeah. Anything, Make bad stuff good. Anything else? I don't think so. I think we got most of them. Uh, correct pronunciation of Matt Blake? Matt Blake. Okay. Nailed it. Kind yeah, of like, like, mo- like molasses, just pulling out your mouth. Pulling out your mouth. Um... That's all? Yeah. Wow. Thanks, for the, que- it, thanks yeah. for the questions, everyone. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it.
Dude, so there's a WeWork in my neighborhood, but it's cross. Are we done? <laughs> no, no. I'm. This is on the show. Okay. It's Crosstown. I mean, it should, this is kind of not on the show, but I'm just telling you now. But we're on the show. We're still live. Like, should I stop recording no, or I'm keep recording? No, I'm still recording. This is the good stuff okay. they pay extra for. Okay. So there's one that's very close in mileage, but it's cross town, cross Manhattan. I'm on- Right. The, I'm on- Cross the, the river. I'm on the west side. No, not the river. Just the- Yep, the, I got the, you. Just the borough. I'm on the west side. And it takes 30 minutes on the train- the subway to get there, you got to go like all the way downtown, then all the way back up because they just don't fucking go across town. Anyone from New York City is like, yeah, man, come on. Obviously. Yeah. Manhattan, you got to go across the river. I know what you're talking. Yeah. But uh, so then there's another one that's like three times farther away per miles, but it's 10 minutes closer on the subway. Kind of interesting. Ain't that it? It's like, damn, thank God I did my research. You excited? I think so. Okay. Tell Jess I'm about- I get so lost in the city sometimes. It's pretty easy because it's a grid. Oh, oh. Odd streets go west. Even streets go east, Jake. Then you go up and down. You know how lost I'm going to get in the city sometimes? Oh, I know how lost you're going to get. When we fucking went to Nebraska together, I got scared. I got more scared- for you at that moment than I've ever been for my like grandmother and grandfather about their senile ability. Yeah. It was nuts. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. We'll be back on Monday, which is still before I get internet. I get internet on Tuesday. So we may be doing the same format. There might be doing, might not be a live show. We apologize about that. I'm actually going to try and like make a ton of breakdowns right now, Jake. And then go to the WeWork where I have good internet and just upload like all of them. But I don't know how many I'm going to be able to make, but I want to do that. I think it'd be funny. It's like, what the fuck? Here's all the ones I was making. Yeah, you, you'll make everyone so juiced up on YouTube. Yeah, it'd be fun. I have one done. I need to do more. All right. That ends the show. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Go Yanks. Tell them, Gramps. Go Yankees.